all universe, what's going on? I certainly hope all is well out there. Uh, listen, tonight we are going to get really, 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 really vivid. We're going to get real in-depth. Um, we're going to talk about why Black Lives Matter. Um, you know, and we're going to go really deep. The other day, I had the privilege of listening to this podcast called The D. So, you know, shout out to the young lady who introduced me to her podcast um, with her and her friends. And she actually was talking about something. Um, she was talking about Willie Lynch. And um, I hadn't heard about Willie Lynch before. I knew a thing or two about Willie Lynch. But it just, listening to her podcast just sort of inspired me to, um, you know, like, uh, do some more research on Willie Lynch. And so after doing the research on Willie Lynch, Everything in the modern day just starts to really make sense. It makes, you know, all the dots connect. Um, because I have a really analytical mind, um, the dots have to connect. And the dots, uh, they connected. So, all universe within, strap in. Because tonight, we are going for a ride of a lifetime. Stay tuned. Basically, you know, back in the day, they had this guy by the name of uh, Willie Lynch. And, you know, Willie Lynch, this is the psychological, uh, spiritual warfare um, on every level. Um, Willie Lynch basically used fear to rule his plantation fear to the point where he didn't have to be out there overlooking the other slaves or the slaves or the enslaved he had other africans or african americans overlooking the enslaved now Willie Lynch, pretty much, um, the way he viewed himself, right? He viewed himself as some sort of a, a god among men, right? Basically, a technique that he would use, right? I'm just going to go, like, I'm going get, to get a little vivid right now. 
Willie Lynch would select the biggest, strongest black male, right? That was on his plantation. And to make an example out of him, he would have men there. They had their guns. And then he would take he just five of his guys, because he's not going to fight them head up. And have five of his guys, white guys, beat the living shit out of this big, strong black dude. And while he would fight back, you know, maybe he would even get the best of a few of them. He's still outnumbered five to one. And they would beat the living crap out of this man. Now, whew, it, gets, it gets deep. It gets deep. After beating this man, right, to make more of a, because he, he has all the slaves. All the slaves are there watching to see what's going on. This is going to help you understand why we say black lives matter. While the slaves, the rest of the slaves are watching on in complete horror and shock at this big, strong black man is being handled in this way. To make an example out of him, whether provoked or unprovoked, doesn't matter, right? Sometimes it was just a challenge. Now Willie Lynch would come in and he would, um, now that the, the, the big, strong black man is weak, Willie Lynch would come in and he would get his blows in. Right? And we'd have you watching. You're watching. You see what's going on. Right? You're watching on in just fear. Complete fear. And then Willie Lynch would... You know, upon completing this, he would take one leg or one arm or maybe both. I don't quite know the technique. This isn't anything that I've ever thought about fucking doing to another human being. But he would strap on one side of the human, the person, to a horse and the other side to another horse. And then fire in the air. Pow. Now, once he fires in the air, um, you can just only imagine what happens to the body of this human. It's completely splits. Boom. Completely splits. And the slaves would just watch on in horror. Then... Willie Lynch would take another slave. The next in line. The next big, strong slave. And then Willie Lynch would proceed to do what he did the last time to the same man. To a different man, or say, the, the, the second man. Right. And upon doing that, he would beat him near to death. 
And then he would get the black woman to um, nurture him back to life and then have babies with him so he could breed some more big, strong nigger babies, right? We're just going to be, we're going to be kind of vivid um, because this episode is, it's a vivid episode. Um, But it's, it's, it's truth. You know what I mean? Anyway, this is what he would do. Now, him viewing himself as the master, as the grand, um, quote-unquote, God among men. You know what I mean? Um, Pretty much everything that was on the plantation belonged to him. So the people that were there were property. In order to not get a revolt, Willie Lynch would pin them against one another. So the light skins versus the dark skins, you know, and various other ways, you know, how slaves feel slaves. And everything pretty much centered around money and wealth. And when this black man would have a a child... Like I said, it gets deep. Hmm. Mm. When this black man would have a child or this with this woman that he may or may not have really cared about because he's just property, she's just property. You know what I mean? And they were pretty much just put together. Hmm. In order to not have the same sort of thing happen to the man, to her son or to her child, that happened to her father, she would groom the child to become the best nigger. And this is the phrase that I'm using. I don't even like using the fucking term. But this episode, like I said, it's going to get vivid. It is going to get vivid, all universe would use the child or she would, she would, um, this is where I'm at. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm uh, like, I don't know if you understand how difficult this is for me to even like talk about, you know what I mean? So forgive me if I'm like stumbling a little bit because it's like, it, you know, it angers me. But What she would do is she would do her best to make sure this child would grow up and be the best nigger to his master so that the child didn't end up like her father or his father. So whatever the master wanted. gets really vivid. It gets really vivid. Now, all universe, um, before I even go any further into the story, I think, as a matter of fact, I think I'm just gonna, I think I'm just gonna end it there. 
Um, I don't think I need to go any further. But, you know, Willie Lynch, like I was saying before, the main thing that he cared about was money. Nothing didn't else didn't matter. It's all about money and wealth and control and just having control and dominion over people, over the world. It's all he cared about at any cost. It didn't matter the cost. It doesn't matter what happens to you as long as he has control. Now, the fear that he used, right, the fear that Willie Lynch used kept blacks divided. They're not going to attack because they got guns. You know what? I ain't trying to die. You know what? Such and such and such, da-da-da-da-da-da. It's really and truly, when you really look at it, the real ones, they die. You understand what I'm saying? And why do they die? Because they stand on their own too. They stand on their own too. Against, you know, men with guns. Men with power. Quote, unquote. Now, why do we say black lives matter? Because for 400 years in the U.S., longer than that, right? It's been longer than that. But 400 years recorded in the U.S., 401 this year. Right? It's just estimated. But for 400 years, or maybe 405, Five, four hundred and four, four hundred and five, four hundred plus years, okay? This sort of systemic racism has been going on. There's this teaching of, well, you know what? We are superior to them. They are animals. You're branded a beast property. Three fifths, what was it? Three fifths of a man or some bullshit like that. Keep them separate. Have them fighting. We can't, we don't need them to unite. Because if they unite, this will not work. So now, fast forward to 2012, right? You fast forward to 2012. You have the Trayvon Martin situation that happened. Trayvon Martin, a young kid, went to go buy some Skittles. Um, a complete idiot, right, with an agenda, followed Trayvon Martin. Oh, those guys, he's, he might be one of those guys. And it's, you know, we could see those sort of things echoed in the Ahmaud Arbery situation. Followed him. Followed him home. Or not home yet, because he didn't get home. And Trayvon's like, yo, what are you following me for? 
Long story short, a tussle ensued. Trayvon Martin got the better of him. His ego was dented. He ends up shooting Trayvon Martin. George Zimmerman felt like he had the right to ask Trayvon where he was going. Why? Who the fuck are you? All day, every day, who the fuck are you? George Zimmerman? Who are you? Why do I have to tell you where I'm going? I don't have to tell you nothing. Listen, when you're in situations like that, it does not matter. To be completely honest with you, it does not. Listen, when you're in a situation like that, I can't tell you how to handle your situation. I can't say Trayvon Martin handled it right or wrong. He handled it however he felt like he needed to handle it. Because you know what? He makes his own decision because he's his own man. Long story short, this teenager ended up being murdered by this grown man because the grown man's ego was bruised because the grown man, because the little teenager got the best of this grown man that was following him, stalking him. So, <laughs> and then in the justice system, right? Trayvon, um, George Zimmerman had um, had a trial, right? And he ended up getting off. <laughs> he ended up getting off, getting away with murder. He was acquitted. <laughs> Mm. Mm -mm -mm. He was acquitted. Got away with murder. Hmm. Now, because George Zimmerman got away with murder, there was an outrage, just an outcry. There was outrage in the black community. It wasn't just the black community, the Spanish community. Some folks in the white community were outraged um, by this decision. They just could not understand how it happened. And then you had some people that felt like it was justified. Yeah, oh, those people exist. Oh, believe me when I tell you those people exist. And it ain't just one or two of them. Trust me when I tell you. So George Zimmerman got away with murdering this teenager that was going to the store to get Skittles. Hmm. Or candy or snack, whatever the snack was, right? It doesn't matter. So Black Lives Matter was born out of the outrage Three young women, I don't quite remember what their names were, forgive me for that, that I should know. Um, one of them I came across today because I was, I didn't actually see her, but I was actually looking it up. So that could, you know what I mean? 
so that could kind of um get the gist of you know remember like mem you know jog my memory of who she was. So the birth, so now the hashtag Black Lives Matter is born. Hashtag it's Black Lives Matter. <laughs> so now out of this hashtag, it was used in, 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 in many other cases, um, you know, Eric Garner, um, you know, various other, you know, injustices gonna happen. I'm not gonna sit here and name them all. But Black Lives Matter was born out of that situation. Fast forward to 2020. We're just skipping through. <laughs> no, we jumped, we skipped a few years. And trust me, a lot's happened in between those years. But now we're in 2020. We have a pandemic. A pandemic happened. Um, it's currently happening as we speak. Pandemic. Mass panic, mass hysteria. Everybody's scared. This disease that Donald Trump brands the Chinese disease happens, right? And before I even get into that, right, let me let me let me back up a little bit. So the phrase all lives matter was basically, as Joyner Lucas said, a protest to the Black Lives Matter movement. So saying Black Lives Matter and being outraged that Trayvon Martin was treated as if his life didn't matter. Right. Because because. OK, so <laughs> because. Let me tell you, so because, like I said, how it was born, the Black Lives Matter hashtag was born out of the Trayvon Martin situation. And now because people were so outraged because of that situation, they started that hashtag. And then the All Lives Matter situation happened. Right? As a protest to that protest. So you're protesting black lives. With a hashtag that says all lives matter. Black lives matter was never saying all lives didn't matter. That's not what it's saying. It's, you completely tried to hijack the movement. Completely tried to hijack it. And then you look and then you hear him say, oh, well, it alienates this group and that group. Motherfucker, it's not about you right now. It's about Trayvon Martin. It's about Eric Garner. It's about George Floyd. It's about Brianna. That's what it's about. It's about 400 years of systemic racism in this country. Longer than that for slavery. That's what it's about. That's what it's about. Motherfucker, it is not about you. 
Once you go step your little punk ass to the side. And let us speak up for our rights. Black lives matter. Never once said all lives did not matter. Never once said that. And as a matter of fact, when you look in that crowd and you see those people that are protesting, they are in every corner of the world from every race that know the truth. And then you have those who know the truth. Some of them, some of them are ignorant, but some of them know the truth, but they choose not to give a fuck all universe. Because they like how things are. Because you know what? I, I don't want to be even with these motherfuckers. I like this shit. I like this. I like it a lot. I like how things are. Why should things be any different? It's vivid. <laughs> I know it's vivid. I know it is vivid, but it's the truth. It is the truth. It is the absolute truth. How I see it is how I call it. So forgive me. <laughs> forgive me for caring about Trayvon Martin, for caring about all of those black men that have died. Forgive me for caring about my people and my family. Forgive me for trying to bring togetherness to my people so that we're not divided. So that we can rise up. So that we can have things. So that we can be somebody. And we are somebody. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what anyone else says. We absolutely are. So we call out this crooked system. We, crawl, we call out this crooked system. We call out systemic racism. And then here you have a protest that protests our protest for wanting to be equal. For just wanting to have rights. <laughs> For just wanting to be treated as people. You protest our protest. Mm. And I see a lot of people that, you know what I mean? I kind of look to these people and I thought to myself, yo, I look at this person for inspiration. This person is like my family. He's like family to me. Their work is like family. It, it's like their work is like something that... um. You know, something that I'm I'm somewhat inspired by. I'm inspired by this person because they persevered or their story seems like it's cool or whatever it is. But you don't know them. Trust me, you don't know them. Because this year alone, 2020 being the year of karmic debt being repaid. 2020 being the year of shadow aspects of ourselves being revealed. 2020 being that year. That these things are happening. 
you get to see a lot of those people who are undercover racists. Straight up. And it's like, damn, I, I really fucked with this person. Like, I really like this stuff that they, you know what I mean? Oh, wow. Now, I, see, see, I'm glad I found out. So now I can no longer support your stuff. And it's whatever. Cool. Whatever. Do you, do, listen, do your thing. I'm just not fucking with you no more. So is it too much to ask that a people who have been enslaved for so long for you to get behind that cause and try to help fix those, heal those wounds by saying Black Lives Matter? So your refusal to say Black Lives Matter, your refusal to even care about Black Lives Matter it precisely reveals who you are. And it's cool. Whatever. Do you be you. End of the day, there's a pendulum and it swings. Right? So all I'm saying is this. When you dish it out, just be sure that you're able to take it as well. Because that's how the universe works. And a volcano could lay dormant for years upon years, thousands, maybe even millions of years. Until it finally erupts. And after the chaos, you have new beginnings. <laughs> Completely new beginnings. So Black Lives Matter represents camaraderie. It represents togetherness. It represents love. It, repre it represents black people being together. And that is a threat to the status quo. Drown that out. No black life. No, 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 no. Drown that out with everything that you can. Drown it out. Drown that noise. All lives matter. Refusing to acknowledge that Black Lives Matter. Refusing to even say it. And you really don't mean all lives matter. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's not what you mean. That's not what you mean. You just mean black lives don't. Because it hurts you to say it that much. So we spoke about Willie Lynch and you know what I mean? Basically, all he cares about is money and just power and building an empire and um, just having control, 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 control. And, this, you know, whoever's making him the most money... That's who Willie Lynch caters to. And you could see those same things being echoed today. It's no different now than back then. It's different in some ways, but not in all. You see, me personally, I stem from a tribe. And I'm just going to be honest with you guys. It's called the Maroons. The Maroons are Africans 
and native Jamaicans mixed together. Native, um, Native Americans, Native, what do you call them? Arawak or Tainos or, you know. But, you know, when the Spanish, when the, when the British invaded Jamaica, because Jamaica at one point was a Spanish uh, territory. And then the British invaded and then, you know, uh, they had their little rigmarole. Some of the slaves escaped um, into the mountains, teamed up with the Arawaks. They had babies. You know what I mean? And um, such and such and such. Right? Because not all of my ancestors were Maroons, but it is on both sides. It is absolutely on both sides. My grandmother's father was a Maroon from the Maroon tribe. And um, also my great-grandmother's mother, I believe, um, was from the Maroon tribe as well. So, you know, but there are other people that weren't in, you know, those tribes. There's family, I have family from all over. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, the Maroons is like the, 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 the enslaved, some of them escaped. Um, and what they would do is, you know, they would provide a safe haven for some slaves because, um, yeah, they would provide a safe haven for slaves in the beginning. That's what happened. They would provide a safe haven for slaves. Um, if you escape, you go there, they protect you. The Maroons actually fought the British and defeated the British. I bet your history won't tell you that. Defeated the British. Right? And some people, oh, no, it was a draw. It was the, no, 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 no. They didn't know the terrain. My ancestors knew the terrain. Because they were there for centuries, thousands of years. Right? They knew the landscape. They knew everything. And the British got, they were defeated. So, after they were defeated now, the British realized, all right, cool, well, you know what? We're just going to keep them free or whatever. So, they still had slaves. Make no mistake about it. And this is well before, um, you know, slavery was abolished. Right? We're talking 18th century. In the 1700s, we're talking. Um, This stuff is going on. So... They still had slaves. There were still plantations. And, you know, because they realized, okay, we, listen, we can't fight these guys. They're different. You know what I mean? They're different. They ain't got guns, but they're just so fucking smart. They know what they're doing. So tell you what. Instead of us continuing to fight them, let's sign a treaty with them. And this is what some of the leaders of the Maroon tribe did. They did sign that treaty. They signed a treaty, and the treaty, in that fucking treaty, right? To show you how divisive and cunning the systemic racism is. And this is something that 
it will forever stain the maroon because a few of them did this. It will stain the maroons, right? That every escaped slave, or not every, but some of them for sure, that they would be paid to return them. And just like that divide and conquer, yep, they did that. So the chiefs, the leaders, whatever you want to call them, right? The head of the Maroon tribe. It doesn't matter the name you call them. Decided that, yeah, they're going to take them up on that offer. And I don't understand that because, you, you, you know, you beat them. Get their asses out of here. No? And it goes to show you, man. So, yeah. So they took them up on that offer. And this is it's vivid. It's vivid. It's, uh, I told you it was going to be really vivid. But they did also provide a safe haven for escaped slaves as well. The escaped enslaved. And they too came among the tribe and they became a part of the tribe. And the Maroons kept their land. They were free. And they remained free. But that divide and conquer thing, man. That's the main thing. We no longer want to be divided anymore. We will no longer be divided anymore. It's just not going to happen. We are not going for it. So we will continue to yell Black Lives Matter. And we, we will continue to be unified. Because the time is now. Yes, all lives matter. And that's exactly why you should be outraged that black lives don't in this system. Because all lives matter. You should say black lives matter. Yes. You should get behind this cause. But whether you do or you don't, believe me when I tell you, the pendulum will swing. And we will have equality. So all universe... No matter how hard it seems, no matter how difficult it may seem, no matter how difficult it may get, continue to persevere. Continue to go through it. Continue to fight. Be a man. You stand up. You burn fear. You burn fear. You don't need it. You've already experienced everything. You've experienced everything negative that the universe Um that the universe has. You've already experienced it. So you're built for this. Don't you forget who you are. Don't you forget you're a warrior. No matter how hard it gets, do not hang your head down. No matter how many times... They betray you and backstab you. No matter how many times they lie to you, you do not forget who you are. 
You hear me. No matter how hard it gets, you do not give up. You hear me. You keep moving forward. The universe is speaking through me to you. The universe has tested us. The universe knows we're strong. And the universe is ready to reward us. We're ready for equality. Claim it, live it, have it, envision it. I didn't tell you this story for you to get sad or down. No, sir. And if it did, well, I'm sorry. But listen, that's not what the the aim of this is. It's right here, right now, what I'm telling you right now. Get your head out of your ass. Put your chest up. I don't care how much money you got. I don't care if you got no money. I don't care if you owe money. I don't care if you're a millionaire or billionaire. I do not care. This ain't about that. I'm talking directly to your spirit. And I'm telling you, no matter what it is that you're going through at the moment, you are a warrior. You have survived everything negative that they had to throw at you. Have no fear. Thank you guys so much for tuning in once more. Um, listening to this. Um, this is definitely my longest episode yet. And um, I know it got a little vivid. I know it got vivid. Um, but equality, man. Equality is an absolute must. And unity is a must. And we have to stand together because we all we got. You hear me? We are all we got. And, um, you know, I shared my stories, of the stories of some of my ancestors, because not all of my ancestors were Maroons. I do have some ancestors that were not Maroons. Um, I do have ancestors from different parts of the globe. You know what I mean? Some I will neglect to mention right now. Um, n- not out of anything, but just because I can't really tell you where in a particular place they come from. Um, but I just know the continent, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but all universe, listen, when it's all said and done, um, please do not lose hope. Black lives matter. All lives matter, but black lives matter. We're focused on getting equality right now. So stay your ass out the way. Or get rolled over. Have a good night.